This is Spin Control, a Fibercraft podcast by a joyful girl. Welcome to Spin Control, episode 89, Catching Up. This, of course, is your host, Shiloh. I know it has been a terribly long time since last we spoke, but things got a little complicated, but I'm back. I'm up and I'm running, and, well, I'm not running yet. I still have another three weeks before I'm allowed to, but we'll get to that in a second. I believe in my last episode, I was smack dab in the middle of uh, festival season and preparing for me and my Tanya to run off to uh, Black Sheep Gathering in Oregon. And really that was the last you heard from me. I went to Maryland Sheep and Wool and it was a blast and I loved it and it was fun and I saw people that I hadn't seen in like forever and spent way too much and then planned for my trip to Oregon. Oregon went off well, I loved it. So this is what's been keeping me away. Right around the time that festival season began to ramp up like the end of April, beginning of May, I started experiencing a complex medical situation. Um, turned out to be an easy medical situation, but at the time it didn't feel so easy. It took a really long time to figure out what the problem was. And about three weeks ago, I had surgery to resolve the issue. Turns out my gallbladder, among other things, my gallbladder, was completely full of stones. Like every time I saw my surgeon, that's all she could say was, oh my gosh, it's so full. You would not believe how many stones are in there. Okay, so she thought that was hilarious. But after an acute an attack and an ER visit, we decided that the best course of action was to have it removed. Now it took me, um, so the problem started, what, in the end of April, beginning of May. The ER visit wasn't until like September. So, GI docs and my primary care doc and like all this back and forth just to get to this point. I ended up being diagnosed with microscopic colitis, which is triggered. Well, it's, I believe it's inherent to my system, but bouts are triggered by certain foods, um, by problems with uh, bile being inappropriately processed in my system aka problems with my gallbladder and certain medications so as long as i keep track of it and don't take anything into my system that will trigger it i should be fine and the gallbladder was like totally out of my control i could not like remedy that on my own so it came out my digestive system is resuming normal activity thank goodness like i'm so i was so sick of talking about problems with my digestive system if you know what I mean. So that's resolved. And I am post-op about two and a half weeks. I return to work next week. And to prove that I was ready, I ran off to the Shenandoah Valley Fiber Festival this past weekend with my Tanya. So that was fun. And I'm glad we got to do that. It's only about 90 minutes from my house. It's a small festival, lots of vendors. Not as much like, well, not as big a crowds and as much um, like live animals and things like that as you find at Maryland Sheep and Wool, but it was a lot of fun. We enjoyed it, and only being like a 90-minute drive, I don't see us missing it again in the future. We stayed overnight this year only because I wasn't sure with a post-op whether or not like I'd be able to make that trip 
be there all day and then make the trip back. I didn't drive. My Tanya drove. I did not take any pain meds, which is great. Well, some Motrin, but, you know, just mild stuff. But we had a lot of fun, and I'm glad I went, and I'm glad I'm getting back to normal, and I am glad I'm getting back to being able to talk to you about all the things that are going on in my life. And I want to say a huge thank you to Sandy, who pinged me on Instagram to uh, tell me that the best way to recover from my surgery would be to go to the Shenandoah Valley Fiber Festival. And I think she was right. And I got to see her. So that was great. We see each other, what, now? Once or twice a year, I guess. So it was really fun. And I'm glad I went. Thank you tons, Sandy, for suggesting it. So what else has been going on in my life? I am still counting down Mondays until I retire. I'm at 39, by the way. Uh, 39 Mondays left until I am retirement eligible. So that's great. I am planning my departure from military service, and I'm pretty happy with that decision. And, you know, me and the spouse and the kids are planning, like, all the things that have to go into that. Um, A friend of mine, I may end up working for her company for a couple of years so that I can keep itty-bitty in her high school. Bird is doing all the things that high school seniors do. Uh, visiting colleges, putting in applications, uh, pulling her hair out, trying to figure out, you know, what her future holds. Her dream school is Mizzou, and she's completely worried that she won't get in. And we're relatively confident that she'll be just fine. But hey, what do we know? We're her parents, right? That's kind of how that goes. You'll have to excuse any background noise that you hear because I'm trying to get a few things accomplished while I record, including laundry. So, I know that's abbreviated, but if I went through every single thing that I've encountered over the past few months, we would be here all day. But the brief sum, I was sick, I had surgery, I'm better, I am back on my feet. So that's about all I've got right now in updates. So I guess it's time to get this podcast started. And now it is on to spinning my wheels. As you can imagine, over the how many months it's been since last I recorded, I've been up to a lot. But what I intend to focus on, I think, is the stuff I currently have going. Because while I've been recovering from surgery for the past, you know, what, couple of weeks, I have been able to focus on some crafting. One of the things that's filling the background for me while I craft is this. This is good. Well, it's not good. I think it's a little crazy, but that's all right. That's okay. Anyway. So here it is. Um, my daughter, so Bird got me hooked on watching Grey's Anatomy again. Like I'd watched some Grey's Anatomy over the years and not really done much with it. Like on and off, watched it for a while and then stopped. Like I knew who most of the characters were in the early seasons. So she started binging on it this past summer when one of her friends started posting about it on social media. So during the summertime, she was working and that was it working and socializing and so she had a lot of downtime which she decided would be best invested in Grey's Anatomy Festival (laughs) her sessions so I got hooked and so I watch episodes with her but then she kept sneaking behind my back and watching like all these episodes so there were like all these holes in the story for me so while I've been recovering I have been watching like from episode one until I catch up to her, which is like season six, I think episode 19 is where we are watching together. I'm 
like today I should get all caught up and we should be even and only watch it together because I won't allow her to be a little jerk and get out ahead of me again because that's just wrong. Spending quite a bit of time on the couch and watching lots of Grey's Anatomy on Netflix and doing a lot of crafting. So crafting. We will start with knitting. I cast on a pair of socks for the boy and those socks, I'm trying to remember what they are called and I'm being a horrible host again. Those socks are called, this is going to drive me crazy, so I'm going to have to walk like downstairs and into the other room so you'll hear the audio change a bit while I figure out what the name of that pattern is. It's really simple, toe up sock pattern. My least favorite part of the entire thing is that it's knit on very fine yarn on very fine needles. Ugh. So the pattern of socks I cast on for the boy is a pair of Time Traveler socks by Liz Sedmick and they're a very easy rib pattern. Um, they have a unique heel that I've never done before but I'm not that far so I'll see how that goes. Um, I cast those on in like an old like deep stash knit picks uh, Felici yarn I think in the colorway clay. I also just today I cast on the Fir Tree Cowl by Bayou Basin and that I am knitting in Bayou Spun Seraphin. It is um, Angora and Viscose. It's very fine yarn. Uh, we ran into them at Maryland Sheep and Wool and I couldn't help myself. It was so super soft and it came with the pattern. So cast that on today. I started and finished a pair of socks for Bird. She's got really long feet, but thank goodness. The yarn was in a sport weight, so that made it a lot faster and the needles were big. Um, so that's kind of what I've been doing in knitting. I will like, I cast on the cowl because my Tanya got the same pattern and the same yarn and cast hers on and it was giving her a really hard time. So I cast it on so I could help her figure out if it was her or the pattern. And I don't think it's either. What I think it is, is that like every pattern repeat or every second, every first and third line of the pattern, the stitch markers shift. If you choose to use stitch markers to help you keep your place in the repeat, and that actually got quite cumbersome and became a pain. So I've already removed all my stitch markers. I voted. I decided that I was smart enough and hopefully a good enough knitter to be able to read my knitting so that I'll be able to keep track of where I'm at versus trying to use the stitch markers because the moving stitch markers I think is what was messing her up trying to figure out where to put her yarn overs because there's a yarn over at the beginning of the first line of the repeat and the second line I mean the first line of the repeat and the third line of the repeat and it kind of switches back and forth so I think those moving stitch markers make it hard to follow so not her not the pattern stitch markers so I'm going to recommend that she attempt to do it without the stitch markers and see how it goes so that's really where I'm at with knitting. I'm planning a few things, but I don't know exactly where I stand with that because I don't have my information in front of me. So I'll move on to the next thing. I'm spinning. So I have been spinning and I got a little distracted, but that's okay. Um, what have I been working on? So a long time ago, like two um, tour de fleeces ago, I decided what I was going to do was learn how to ply on the fly on my Turkish spindles and I did that but I never actually finished the project because I was spinning on the tiniest tiniest possible little spindle that I own a Cthulhu by Jenkins and spinning very finely so it was taking 
forever. But since I've had a lot of time spent on my butt, I decided I was going to finish that. And I did. Uh, it's lovely. It's a beautiful yarn. I'm very happy with myself. Unfortunately, in terms of spinning sock weight yarn, that has been the easiest so far method I've ever used. I ended up with like a perfect three-ply sock weight yarn out of this. So I'm going to see if I have a lightweight spindle that will hold a larger quantity of yarn so I can replicate that because that's pretty cool. I liked spinning sock weight yarn and maybe I'll make a pair of socks out of it. Depending on what the, uh, the yarn content is, the fiber content is, I can't remember off the top of my head. So I'll look at that and see what I'm going to do with that yarn. I still need to wash it and set it and then I will be done with that. And then so here comes the distraction. I decided that I kind of suck at spinning on a supported spindle. I bought one not this year at Maryland Sheep and Wool, but the year before from Spanish Peacock, a beautiful purple heart Russian supported spindle. And it's lovely, but I didn't have a bowl to to go with my spindle. So it was not like learning how to do it was not coming as easily as I had hoped. But this festival season, I put that on my list of things to accomplish was to find a bowl for that supported spindle. And I did. So I got back to it and I've been teaching myself how to spin on a Russian supported spindle. I'm not like doing any fancy fibers or anything. I think I bought a learn to spin kit when I got the first Russian spindle from Spanish Peacock and just some sample yarn like fiber that she put in a little kit. So I got that and I've just been using that. And then I saw Spanish Peacock again at the Shenandoah Valley Fiber Festival and I got another supported spindle, not Russian. I don't even know what kind it is and a matching like tall lap bowl. So, and I've been just using some junk fiber on that so I can actually like learn without feel like I'm losing good fiber. Does that make sense? Like that was, we were in the hotel like after the festival. And the reason I didn't actually start trying to work with it that night was because all the fiber I had was some like exotic blend that I didn't want to totally, totally jack up <laughs> by learning. Oh. But <clears throat> so that's coming along. So that's cool. I uh, worked in the craft room quite a bit just on getting that up and running. And I completely updated my stash, which was awesome because I had like this huge, not huge. I had like an Ikea bag full of stuff from three festivals that like was, hadn't been entered into my stash. And it's pretty hard to get a craft room clean when there's this giant bag of fiber sitting in the middle of the floor. So I remedied that situation and that stuff's all done. So that helped. Those are all up on the shelves. I'm not sure if I mentioned it. I can't remember when he did it. Oh, it was my anniversary. So it's been since last time we spoke. Um, the boy decided that he did not like my fiber just in bins tucked under a table in the craft room. So he decided that I had to have wall mounted shelving for all of my yarn. So that's what I have now. I completely destroyed the craft room in the process because in order for him to mount those on the wall, I had to slide everything over onto one side of the room to give him room to work without, you know, breaking my stuff. So my shelves are mounted and my yarn is up and that's great. Now I've inventoried all my stash and I am so 
almost done with that project, right? It's been forever. When did I start that earlier this year? I called, well, December, January, I guess, is when I started the quote unquote biggest project. And it really is the biggest project. And it's unfortunate that it's not ready yet because I have some sewing that I would like to do. Uh, as a matter of fact, I have some sewing that I need to do, but I haven't been able to do it because my sewing tables are not up to par. Like I really can hardly even get to my sewing tables. So I can't make what I need to make. I am going to recreate a bag pattern. I got a hand sewn bag and I love it. And like, it's not a proprietary pattern. I already looked into it. So I'm going to recreate it and kind of put my own spin on it. And I would like to make one for someone very special. I'm not gonna tell you who, not just yet, but I can't really do that without getting access to the sewing machine or the, the sewing table. So what I've decided to do is probably Monday of next week, like the day before I go back to work, I'm going to take my sewing machine to a local quilt shop that services my brand and have it like turn it in for work so I can get the sewing table in the room, you know, just as that next step of getting ready to sew. And maybe if I get it far enough along, I can actually like start making a muslin mock-up of what I, I think the bag needs to be. So that'll be cool. That's all I've got going on in sewing. That really is like the current status of all the crafting. I know that I've been gone a long time and if I really tried to go over every little tiny ounce of fiber and every knit project, we'd be here forever. So that, my friends, is what I have going on right now in Spinning My Wheels. Well, it looks like it is that time again, and it's time to spin off this episode of Spin Control. I know it was brief, but we had to start somewhere. I had to get the ball rolling on keeping you updated on what's going on for the rest of my year, right? I don't have any more adventures planned for this year, but what I do have is building a plan to cover me for the next year. Um, October 1st, which is today when I'm recording, I am publishing my next list of 101 things to accomplish over the next 1,001 days, and that'll be up on my personal blog. In addition, I am planning out my year of festivals for next year. Maryland Sheep and Wool is a given, but I think instead of traveling quite so far, like we went all the way to Oregon this past year, instead of traveling quite so far, I'm going to keep it a little closer to home. I'm going to try to make Rhinebeck this coming year. Not this year, not like October 16th, because that's just way too close. But October of 2016, I'm going to try to make Rhinebeck because I think it would be a shame for me to miss it living this close. And I'll be planning out all the things to come between here and then. So I am really looking forward to a really good year to come. And I hope that you are looking forward to hearing all about it. Thank you all for your patience. Thank you all for tuning in to listen to me whenever you do. And Sandy, I hope you're excited when this episode pops into your feed. And until next time, as always, you can get the details about this episode and all the past episodes at spincontrolpodcast.com. You can email me at ajoyfulgirlknits at gmail.com. Catch me on Ravelry as a joyful girl. Follow me on Twitter as a joyful girl made. Or catch me on Instagram as forever handmade. Thanks again, guys. I will talk to you soon. Enjoy this week's song, a little something, 21 Pop. She asked me, son, when I grow old, will you buy me a house of gold? And when you're 
father turns to stone Will you take care of me? She asked me, son, when I grow old Will you buy me a house of gold? And when your father turns to stone Will you take care of me? I will make you queen of everything you see I'll put you on the map Cure you of disease. Let's say we up and left this town and turned our future upside down. We'll make pretend that you and me lived ever after happily. She asked me, son, when I'll put you on the map, I'll cure you of disease.